Hey, um, I know it's been a while, but did you really think that I was going to leave you hanging um, as we move into a new decade? Like in a whole new, not even a new year, a new decade. Yo, what's up? It's me. It's Ava, the Aquarius, Ava Hava, Haven LaSalle, however you want to address me. What's up? <laughs> Listen, it's been a while and I missed you guys, but... You know, I've come to learn about this crazy little thing called love. My Aquarius Venus has stopped running. She's been pinned down to the ground and she's loving it. She's actually fucking making snow angels in this thing called love. And trust me, it's a very weird experience, but I'm learning to accept every single part of it. And it came with breaking up. <laughs> And I'm gonna let that like sizzle and marinate for a second because yes, I did just say breaking up with the first person I ever fell in love with led me to being loved or accepting love and growing in love. And trust me, we're going to get into it because you guys need to hear this story. You guys, I feel like anyone can relate to what I'm about to say and I am fucking excited because excuse my language for all the children in the room, but I'm just excited because like, yo, this wasn't an epiphany like year for me. Like I, I literally remember beginning this year by crying my eyes out to this man and telling him how much I wanted to see him more, how much the things that he would give me didn't mean a goddamn thing to me, that all I wanted was quality time, that I want you to show up, I want you to be here. That's how I began this year. Fuck, I might shed some tears. Wow, it's fine. Grieving as a stage, <laughs> as, as I tell myself. But I literally remember beginning this year telling this man, all I want you to do is come see me. All I want you to do is come hang out with me. You showing me you love me by showing up, not by sending things or gifts or money, you know? My love language is quality time, but now I'm coming to learn words of affirmation and it also coincides with this man. But that's how it began. And it's ending with the best, most happiest, but also still sad. As I said, I'm grieving breakup of all time and I and I think I'm gonna roll with it it's gonna keep pursuing into my adult life and you know I really thought about it I was like yo if I if this man dies and like you know I'm just I'm just real I'm just keeping it real you know what I'm saying like a lot of people say oh you should wish death of all anyway I'm not wishing death I'm, I'm being realistic with myself like you, it's important to have these conversations where you talk about life and death to be realistic about the outcomes that are going to happen because if you keep pretending like people aren't going to die you're going to be in a rude awakening when they do die so i was thinking i was like yo if this man dies will i be sad that like i won't be able to fix this will i be sad that i won't be able to you know say hi to him or hang out with him one last time and you know i i thought about it for a hot minute because at first i was like well well yeah i, I like oh the tears well yeah I was like well yeah I like love him like I've always loved him like he was my first love you know even if he told me you know love never happens I loved him and I'm gonna miss the conversations I'm gonna miss the hanging out I'm gonna miss the, the tiny little things like he would tell me in the most ridiculous uh self-asserting way ever I'm gonna miss it I'm gonna I'm really gonna miss it because those were good times but I have to realize in so many ways those times are just in my memories, you know? 
give me a second those times are just in my memories and i have to think are you having moments like that now no then is there really anything to miss because it's only going to exist in your memories as it exists right now now and later if he's here or not because let's be honest you found love and you found love in someone who mirrors so many placements of this man which is also kind of weird but also you know the universe does a thing where they want you to know something and so they make you learn it you don't want to learn it from this guy ah i got another guy coming for you and so the breakup allowed me to have love because the guy i realized i found love okay i found love let's just go back to there and i'm trying to hold it off for a little while but my aquarius venus needs to talk about the fact that there's love here and that's kind of weird you know what i'm saying but we're here so i realized i was like you know if you love this man who you've loved from the second that you've known that you were supposed to or do to love this man because it's second nature when you're in the arms of your father and you know you know that it's your father so you fall asleep and it's love and you know it's just it runs through your bloodstreams more than you know it to be so you know i think relationship love is so different because you're recognizing it as you're coming into it you know paternal love in so many ways is just like second nature it's like you never come to know that you love your mom and your dad or your sister or your brother you don't really like say it or it's not something that like is an epiphany to you you kind of just do at least for me an example like i've always just known i love my brother i've always just known i love my sister i've always just known i love my dad i've always just known i love my mom because i'm supposed to it's 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 instinct i don't really know but falling in love is different because you look at this person standing in front of you and just like i've chosen by all the things that you've chosen to do or to say or to have experiences with me that i love you and you kind of don't do that with your parents <laughs> I'm sorry. My Aquarius is getting nervous, so it's going to get a little weird for a second. It's going to get a little voicey, a little high pitch, a little story, a little avoidance. You know how the Aquarius Venus does when she's talking about love and stuff. We get all like clammy and start making noises, so stop judging. I don't really care if you're judging. You're here. You're here by choice, not by force. So, the door if you don't like it. I'm just kidding. You guys all love me and I love you, so it's perfect. Anyways, so i'm standing in front of this guy and i'm just like wow you know i don't even think it happened like face to face because that's too fast my aquarius venus it happened when i was laying in my bed and i was like looking at these texts and i was like feeling the feelings that i just felt from like not from being with this person i'm just like wow this is weird this is kind of feels like something <laughs> i told you the voices i just okay let's circle back i I was like, yo, if this guy standing in front of your face right now did half the things that this man has been doing to you your entire life, would you still love him? Would you still call him? Would you chase him? Would you send them those texts? Would you beg for him to come hang out with you and come stay with you and come do things like they're supposed to do for you? 
I was like, would you do that for to this guy standing in front of you right now? Would you beg him? Would you plead with him? Would you hope that he would show up and all these things? And I was like, what? This motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The voices. Okay. But I was just like, no, I would not chase behind this man if he is showing all the signs to me that he doesn't love me. No matter how much he may say and text and whatever, tell other people, brag about me. You know, if you're not doing the actions, it doesn't matter. I'm not chasing behind you. I don't care how much love I once had or whatever. You're showing me you don't want me, then I don't want you. And it was just as simple as that, as standing in front of this guy who's loving me and I loving him back and realizing that if he ever did any of those things to me, I would no longer be in love with him. So why was I forcing myself into being in a relationship with this man who was doing all the things that I would never accept as love, I would never accept from a man in my life, you know? So I realized by being loved that I wasn't loved at all. Because you don't treat someone you love like that. And you can say, well, you know, it just is a second nature for you to love him. It's second nature for him to love you. But I think in some forms, we stand in front of our loved ones. And we have those moments where it's in person, it's real, it's up to close, it's face to face. Those little cute moments that you can't find anywhere else where you're just like, see, this is why I love you. This is why. This is this is why I love you. I understand my instincts, but also I understand standing in front of you right now. This is why I love you because you add value to my life because you help me through things because I help you through things because it's the little moments, the little laughs that we can share that make me reassure me that I love you despite any instinct, animal instinct. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you there's so many moments where I'm laying in the bed with my mom and like, you know, she's my mom. So, you know, animal instinct, I love her. But she'll say these little things or she'll do these little things or make these little noises. I'm just like, you know, this is why I love you, mom. Because you're you, because I know you, because we have a relationship, because you show up, because you care. Because I can tell in the way that you talk and the way that you do things that you love me. Same with the guy. You guys know the way it's like it's the little things that in the little moments that we share it's just like yeah this is why I love you so when you don't have those moments and these aren't those things I don't get the choice that I love you I don't come to acknowledge that I don't have that with you it's more merely me forcing and me chasing something that isn't there so there needed to be a breakup. I realized I was getting so hurt by the actions of this man because I was emotionally still connected to him, emotionally still latched on to him. Like that girl who's in a relationship with this man who's like cheating on her and she gets upset every single time he Snapchats some girl or every single time he texts some girl, every time he doesn't show up. It's because she's still emotionally attached to him. Because she still loves him. But it's quite frankly to everyone else in that room that that man does not love her. Or else she would know for a matter of fact that there would be not no question in her mind by any of his actions. By any of the things that he said. Any things that he do would do. You know what I'm saying? 
so with my father i felt like that girl until i was loved and shown what love was directly in front of my face by a guy a man and i was like wait a minute this isn't the love that i've been getting and so it fucked with the with the situation for a long time in my head because i thought to love someone, you had to be distant. To love someone, you have to play little tease, mind games, say little things and leave them luring, not show up, but then say that you want to see them. You know, the things that I thought was love because that was the only love I had ever received by a man that would be the man that I should love for my entire life. You know what I'm saying? I read this thing on Twitter back when I was still emotionally connected and I was like, what? This girl's crazy. I was like, what do you mean? You're you're being ridiculous but the post had said it was like bumper clot you know and it was like a picture of your dad or something like the father or something and she wrote my father was my first heartbreak and that was the tweet and so I was like what girl what are you talking about you're being dramatic and so as I sit here months later in bed in love recognizing what love isn't from a man what I've always knew love wasn't from a man but just didn't want to accept the terms because it was coming from someone I thought I had to love because that was animal instinct because he made me feel like I needed to love him because the little things that he did was enough right but that's not true that's not what love is love isn't about the little bites that you're throwing at people saying well I did this so you must love me for that love isn't about telling someone that you love them you know I say this all the time as a writer you know the best story the best way to translate someone something to someone as a writer is by showing not telling you know as a writer you say a girl walks into the door you don't say she walked into the door you say the door flew open and she as she galloped towards the door, she slid her head to the side and peeked in holding the, what's, what's the thing on the door called? The, the handle. And so automatically, you visualize, sorry, that was a little crappy, but I, it was off top, so whatever. But automatically, you visualize this girl galloping towards the door and swinging it open. You're showing what she's doing. And it translates so easy instead of me being like, oh, she opened the door. Well, I, I, I get that she, she opened the door and she walked in, but I can't really see how she did it. I, don't, I can't picture her doing it. That's the same thing about love. You don't tell people you love them. And, and of course you do, but that's not the basis of the thing. But you just show them. You know, people work up the courage to tell people they love them because they've been showing them and they've been showing them for so long to even say the words. You know, you don't just walk up to a guy randomly one day at the bar and be like, I love you, I, I swear, I'm, I'm, I promise you I love you, I'm so proud of you, I love you. He's like, yo, but I've never like hung out with you, I've never seen you, I, I don't really, I'm so, what, we just, huh? But rather if you had spent so much time with this guy, hanging out, getting to know him, doing the little things, showing up, surprising him, and he's been doing you little things and, you know, putting, showing you, showing you, that's what I'm trying to say, showing you. And then you tell I love you. It makes sense. But when you're constantly throwing I love you, I'm proud of you, I love you, I'm proud of you, I love you, I love you, I love you at someone, it sounds really skepti- sketchy. It's 
kind of like it's more of so you're trying to convince yourself that you do or you're projecting onto me what you want me to think despite the efforts and so I sit here in midst of a breakup and I'm not gonna lie some days are really good some days aren't there's so many little things around my room because let me just tell you guys I'm a person who has room full of things that kind of mean something to me or, or rather I, I used to I think the older I'm get the more I'm like slowly but surely detaching from it but that was one of my big things like I feel like my room and everything that I have is so uniquely me and transforms to people well because it's all little things have a little story tied to them and so I look at those things sometimes and I have a hard time I remember certain things sometimes and I have a hard time. I run across things on Twitter, on Instagram, and I have a hard time. And I guess you would say I'm going through my very first breakup and it is my father. Wow, just like the tweet. In the midst of having love presented directly in front of me and knowing exactly what it looks like, so it helps. It helps when you're being loved through the breakup, but make no mistake, this isn't a love that is trying to hypnotize or make me forget about the fact that I'm going through this breakup with my father. It's more of so this guy is helping me sh or showing me what love actually looks like in the midst of me coming to terms that I was not ever really loved properly as I should have been. Because I don't care what anyone says. If someone loves you, they show you. Anytime someone constantly tells you something, I don't believe it anymore. It has to be backed up by action. And I've known this my entire life. This is why I never really got into relationships with guys or whatever. Because I was like, yo, you're telling me you want to, you like me. But bro, I don't see any action. I always knew this. I've always been like on game with men. I've never played any games with men. Ever. I, I can just walk into a room, walk into a bar, have a guy stand up to me and just automatically know by his persona, by his vibe, by his energy, whether he likes me or not. And I mean, like, likes me for me or likes what he sees. And he's going to tell me he likes me to get something out of me. And you guys all know how that story goes. Or rather, he's going to show me he likes me by doing the little things and, you know, being a little nicer and, and showing up and, you know, you know, it's showing, like, anytime a guy tells you something and you barely know shit about him, he's a liar, <laughs> because if it was the truth, he would have showed you, I don't hate men, I don't, and I will never hate men, I will never let one man be the reason for me to hate all men, it would have to be a consecutive amount of men, and I don't think I have those issues where I would go through a lot of men to be able to recognize that, but here we are, fast forward into the podcast, 18 minutes deep. I am loved <laughs> properly. And, you know, it really shouldn't be a foreign feeling, but it is. And little by little, my Aquarius Venus is coming to learn to love and she's not running from it. And I think that's because I was just afraid of being loved by someone who actually loved me because I never knew what that felt like from a man, from the man who's supposed to show you and tell you everything about love. And so I'm here enjoying life in the most oddest way where a little every little thing is kind of like scary, but I'm excited to do it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the, the high part of a roller coaster ride, you know? And I think I've been riding low for a long time that I deserve this uphill 
these these streams of ups and like screaming and having fun and the adrenaline of knowing that I'm about to go down this wave but I'm so excited because it's gonna be so much fun and I'm screaming but I'm having the time of my life and you know I thought about the end of this as well as I thought about the other end and I was like you know me and this guy have been through so much where we've done the we're gone but we're not really gone but we're gone but we're not really gone and this time it's not like that and I feel like even if we would get to a point where you know it's not love anymore at least and I don't mean to say at the very least but I will never forget this epiphany that this man has allowed me to come to about that man ever I will never forget that And so if this ends in a heartbreak, burning things down, slashing tires, not that I'm trying to manifest that type of energy, please don't do it to me, babe. But if it does, it was all worth it in the end because I had this pivotal moment that has awakening, this part of me that is allowing myself to love and nothing. And I mean, I don't want to go all dramatic as I am dramatic, but you have to understand that, yo, this is... This is everything that I've needed. I've needed to get over this emotional attachment to someone who I thought loved me. Like, I needed this breakup. I, I needed it. You know, you people go through a breakup. They're a brand new woman. And that's how I feel right now. A brand new woman. Because I'm no longer being defined by this man's means of how he wants to love me. Rather than being loved the way I should be loved. And that, to me, is worth a couple of years, worth a couple of months, worth a couple of ups and downs, worth having fun for. It's worth everything because I'm getting to know what love is actually like for the first time. And I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not mad at it. However it turns out, I'm not mad at it. And that's the podcast. <laughs> I'm in it like this. This I I know you probably want details, but I mean, honestly, just follow me on the Instagram, Ava the Aquarius. Follow me on the YouTube, Ava Hava. Follow me on my personal Instagram, Ava Hava, and you might start seeing slow things about this guy who taught me that I was never loved right, and 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 that I and. Uh, it's so weird, you know, something about being loved by a Virgo Venus, but also someone with a Cancer Mercury, and dare I go in, Scorpio Mars? I, okay, goodbye. I, I have to go. It's been a jolly good show. I appreciate love and respect all you guys for tuning in, and, you know, if you've gone through this, experienced this in any way, yo, I feel you now. And I learned, if anything, this year, if anything I fucking learned this year was to never judge how people feel about anything because you never know until you go through it. You never know. I've learned that so many times over and over again. You don't understand them. You don't get it. You will never get it until you go through it yourself. And that's powerful. So I said, there's the podcast. Here I go, talking on and on. I guess my Aquarius Venus is just trying to distract you from everything I just told you. But with that being said, I'm going to go. Bye.